So, but I do have something on my heart, and I'll, I'll share with you why this is on my heart this morning. Well, you'll probably know, but I want to share this this morning. Now, love you. It's just one verse. We'll read it, and then we'll pray over it. Uh, and I'll bring it into context. I don't want to just preach this one verse, but I'll bring it into context with where it's at in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 uh, as we read it. But we'll read it first, and then we'll have prayer. I'll ask Brother Angle to pray over our service here at Drexel, and we'll just believe the Lord and pray for this old throat too because it's, it's given me a fit this morning too. But anyway, let's read. Powerful piece of Scripture. And you know what? I've referred to this Scripture many times, but I've never just used it. To preach on. I've used it and, and thought it and believed it, but I've never just preached on this verse. The Bible says this, of course, Paul's speaking, and actually Jesus' words is going to come here, but Paul said, and he said unto me, and this is where Jesus' words come in. Jesus told him, he said, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And then Paul goes on and says because of that, and, and really because he, he received that. It wasn't just because it was said, but he received it. He received that word, and Paul was able to go on and say, So most gladly, therefore will I rather glory in the infirmities or the weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Good word right there, good word. Brother Angle, please pray over. Father, we're needy people this morning. We open our hearts to you. We open our hearts to the word. And we open our hearts to the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, take a bigger place immediately than you've ever occupied before. We'll be careful to praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord this morning. Everybody give the Lord the glory this morning. Amen. Amen. And, and you can be seated this morning. I want to give you this title because if I don't, I probably won't ever get back to it. But I want to give you this title and, and, and I'll tie it in towards the end. But uh, I want to give you the thought about surprised by grace. Surprised by grace. Uh, now, I want, uh, of course, it's, not, it's obvious. I, I come here today uh, a week in the body and, and, and week in some areas in my life and, and kind of even out of my character uh, to what makes me even feel comfortable, uh, but, but I know this is a strong gospel. This is a strong word. This is, this is something that I know that I, we can stand on. I've always used his word in times like this and, and other times in my life to just to, to, to bear down on and, and to drill down on and to search. And this time has definitely been no different. I've, I've really bared down on the Lord's word. I've, I've, I've you know, been, been through some, some tumultuous mornings, but I've still bared down best I could. I've I've not even, I've not even, didn't want to take a morning off. I just had to still get in God's word because I knew that's where my help would come from. But, but having said that, you know, if, if I was really, really honest this morning, I've probably come this morning more than anything, and, and I'm going to be just straight up honest with you. I've probably come this morning morally, uh, mostly to get my feet back under me. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I feel like that this morning. I feel like that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to regain uh, my ground, regain where I stand. And if I, you know, if, 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 if I could, you know, really, really be honest, I guess, and I guess I can, can I? <laughs> uh, I would say I probably am preaching to myself more than, 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 than anyone in particular this morning. 
uh, it's kind of kind of this the way the Lord has led this in this study. Many times, many times I've come here, most every time, and Lord has put something on my heart to preach to where you were at and, and to try to reach you. He'd give me some kind of discernment or some kind of, some kind of word out of the Scripture, and, and I would come with that in mind. I would come that God's trying to reach someone, and I'd preach that way. I'd preach wanting to reach people. That God put not, not particular people most of the time, but a circumstance to where many were. And I would preach in such a way uh, to try to reach them. But, uh, you know, that's, been, that's kind of been, been where, where I've always operated from. But I've, this morning I'm just going to tell you, I need your permission just to be a little bit selfish. <laughs> just a little bit selfish this morning. Preach just a little bit selfish this morning, but not in totality, because God's word it 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 goes across great expanses, across great gaps, and and what what touches one in one way, it'll reach another in another. It's His word. It's strong. It's strong like that. And uh, this is this is this is a strong word like that. This is a very strong word, and and I believe it to reach hearts. And, and lives forever. Now, what makes this relevant to everybody this morning is, is, and I know you know this, but I'm going to say it anyway, but let none of us imagine this morning, let no, no man think that he's exempt or immune from great weakness. Let none of us think we're immune from, from, from great pain. Uh, uh, let none of us think that our entire world can be changed. In just a moment, and, and and feel like your heart is, and most of some of you know that. If you've lived, if you're gray-haired like I am, you've already felt that. Sometimes, many times. Now, the younger folk maybe not so much this morning yet, but even some of them. But but that's why I say that I know this morning that this is, has great value because the blows of life they come, don't they? They keep coming. They keep coming. They don't slow down, and we all get a taste of that. We get a taste of, 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 of the pain, of the weakness. Now, this, this, this is a, a text that's pulled from, from chapter 12 uh, of 2 Corinthians. And I, the reason I want to bring this out is, is Paul, Paul was in, in that position, uh, no doubt it. Now, we know, I'm not going to even re- try to figure out, nobody needs to, but he, he was suffering with this weakness and this trouble in his body and in, in, in his life at this time. He was feeling uh, uh, very, very much so the pain and the weakness. And here's what I want you to do. You know, think about Paul. He was such a privileged man of God. I mean, because this, this story, this text, this piece of scripture is pulled right out of a, a time where Paul had been so privileged that he had seen things. The Bible, the Bible says it plainly that he was caught up into the heavens in chapter 12. Caught up. God had lifted him above this earth, took him off into, he was a man that went to heaven alive. That's pretty awesome, ain't it? I wouldn't mind taking a few of them trips. I think that'd be a pretty cool trip. I've been on a lot of trips, but I tell you, I believe I could get in for that trip right there. Amen. But he went to heaven alive and he come back. Because in the meanwhile, he was so privileged and, and so blessed that God, that God give him 
give him thoughts and he give him doctrines and he give him it's even where I believe I believe where, where Paul got the revelation of even the second coming of Christ it, it's, it's where I believe that the great doctrines that Paul jotted down that blows my mind that it's where he, they come from from when he was wished off and, and God spoke to him as, as, as he did with Moses and, and others and he wrote these things down when he came some things he said I can't even talk about it he said, some things were so great, so powerful, that I can't even bring them up. So, but the, the long of it is he had this radical experience with God. But all in the same chapter, all in the same, all in the same chapter, he's going through this great pain now. I just want to tell some of you this morning, and this is just something, just free for you or whatever, you know, to keep it or not, it don't matter. But sometimes the, when, you, when you've been privileged great, there's still great pain. They're really, matter of fact, matter of fact, most of the time, most of the time, if you've been really privileged in some blessings and some ways of God, there is great pain. There really is. But but I want you to just think think on those things and and and, and the great pain that he suffered. And long as we're connected to this flesh, until we're loosed, the burden of the flesh will continue to bring times of weakness. Time, I know this won't be my last. If the Lord tarries, the Lord tarries, and I live on this, won't be my last. Amen. I don't look forward to it anymore. I'm not, not excited about it. But I know I'm going to keep searching for the, for the strength. For the strength. And I urge you this morning. I urge you this morning. Because you're in the same boat as I am. Ain't none of y'all getting out here probably about going through something. And if you do, your family's going to go through it because you've probably had to go young or something. Yeah. Because it's going to be that way. It rains on the just. It rains on the unjust. Those seasons just come. So this morning, I want to, to kind of look at this. and I want to look at, at, at this source, this, this vexation, and, and, and the pain, and the weakness uh, that he was talking about, and the grace that, that Christ himself, that's the thing I, that, that, that got a hope to me. I, I, I've always read it, I think, as Paul saying it. And Paul saying it is okay. Paul saying it is great. I would take it to the bank. I would bet on it. I would stand on it. I'd still preach it just the same. But, 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 but just because Jesus broke into his life, I said the red letters just broke right into his life. How many know sometimes that's what you need? Amen. When you're searching and seeking for that straight. Sometimes you just need Jesus to speak to you. You just need a Christ word. And Jesus has broke into his life right in the midst of one of these sorest vexations, one of these sorest times of pain that, that has caused this weakness in him that he's now searching. And Jesus breaks into his life and he says this, this awesome statement, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. I'm going to say it till you get it. My grace, my grace, my grace is sufficient. Now, that strikes me odd in my just normal thinking because when I think about pain, when I think about things that bring weakness, that's probably not what I would expect Jesus to say. That's probably not where I would look for. That's probably not maybe something that, that I would count on because I've got, I've got go-to things. Y'all ever had go-to things when you hurt? Or when you're weak, 
when you're going through something, some, uh, we, we learn over time, especially if you walk with God, you learn things that have, have, have nourished you and comforted you in the past that you look kind of to those same things to bring help again, don't you? To try to bring comfort to yourself again that you can get your feet under you quick. But this is one of them times that I, I feel like I feel like all those go-to things, because I guarantee you, Paul had some go-to things. The man had been shipwrecked, been beat, been half stoned, half killed. He'd been through this, been through that. I guarantee you, he had some go-to things. But evidently, the go-to things wasn't working. And I thought about that. Think about that. I wouldn't expect it because. I, boy, one of my favorite go-to things. I've got this go-to verse. I don't know about you, but I, I've got a go-to verse that I have pretty well used my entire Christian life for anything that goes on, anything that happens, anything that, that comes around. I can about explain everything with that verse. I can, I can about get my feet under me if I can, if I can just get that verse out of my mouth usually. My favorite, my, my go-to verse normally Normally, I would have thanked Jesus would have come and said that. I would have thanked Jesus would have come. He would have come and told him, you know, Romans 8, 28. There's where your strength's at. That's what will make you say. And, and what, what Romans 8, 28 says? It, says? it says that all things work together for good. For those that love him and are called according to his purpose. That's always been my go-to verse. Whatever's went on. I've been able to spit that out, and I've been able to run that through my mind. And what it is, is trusting in God's providence, in God's sovereignty. And, and that brings strength. No matter what's happened, no matter what's going on, I've always been able just to trust in his sovereignty and trust in his providence. And I'm sure Paul could. Paul wrote that scripture. <laughs> I'm sure he noted. Amen. It was a go-to verse, man. But, 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 but Paul, Paul, Paul don't get that from Jesus. He don't get trust in my providence. Now, you get that sometimes. Sometimes that's what you get. You just got to trust me. You just got to believe this is all going to work. But he don't give Paul that. He, he don't give that to him. It seems like that. It must be just a little, a little more, like, like there's not, not, enough, not enough in it. Or so like it's, not, it's not the help that, that he would need. Jesus don't say that. Nor sometimes does any old word help. Words that the old, some of the old words, some of the, the old scriptures or some of the old thoughts that Christ has, some of that, it's, it's, I thought about this, it's like old manna sometimes. You know, the old manna with the old, the children of Israel, they, they could only have enough for that day. The next day, they had to have new, they had to have fresh, for the old had worms and it would rot. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't sustain and it wouldn't strengthen like they needed. They had to have something more, something more to it, some more in it. And, and it feels like that sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, an old word, and, and I want to say this, I had so, I've had so many people tell me things that I've said. Hey, that's cool. I like that. I like that, that it impacted. I like that. I was able to speak to some folk 20 years ago. And they spoke it back to me. But you know what I found? I, I found that was an old word. It was hard to get help. Come on, somebody. I'm going somewhere. It was hard to get the strength. Although I thank God that you, you, you was able to take that fresh manna and get some traction. 
and get some get up and go. It, it, but when it come back to me, and I appreciate it, and it, and it made me smile. But I couldn't get the same traction. Oh, man. Just like, just like sometimes, just like the, 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 the sovereignty, I wouldn't get no traction just off of that. Amen. Amen. And, and I, I want to bring this out. I, I, I got to think about it. Man, all the comforters. You know, you would think, you think, man, what you need is comforters. I, I'll make you strong. I'll send, I'll send comforters around you. I'll send hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people just to comfort you. Just, and, and let me just tell you what. Boy, don't it help. It does. It don't it help. It don't. But in, 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 in things, some things like this, some, some weaknesses, some pain, some, you know what? It, it, you got to walk it alone. Any of y'all ever had to walk it alone? Even in here this morning. I know you're here. You know I'm here. Some of y'all are still walking it alone. Some of you, some of you are. You're walking it, and I understand that. And we do that. I thank God that, that we get strength from comfort. I thank God for all the love, all the all that that we get, and, and all the encouragement. And, and, and we're even instructed to bear one another's burden. We're instructed to lift one another's up and lift up weak need and feeble armed people. And to lift them up. But some places we just we just have to walk alone. Amen. 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 That's the truth. That's just the truth of it. So, so, so none of those things really, really do it. Nor, nor does any uh, really of, of anything that you've done in the past. You know, Paul, think about Paul. All the great victories. All the great success. Success. We was talking in Sunday school about success of, of Solomon and, and Ecclesiastes, but yet, but yet all that ended up being empty and no help and vain and, and of no value. And, and, and even, even in, in great things, as, as you think about Paul, even in his, his, the deep knowledge that he had. How many know deep knowledge sometimes don't comfort? Deep knowledge don't strengthen Deep knowledge don't give you the, the strength to get up. Deep knowledge, sometimes deep knowledge is good and it's good to have it, but it's just sometimes that ain't what gets you up. Or even a great zeal. Paul had a great zeal, but sometimes, sometimes great zeal, great zeal lays down. Sometimes great zeal has struggles to get up. Sometimes great zeal, great, great zeal to, had doctrine, great doctrine. My goodness, what doctrine. But it's. But all that, no matter what, what, what and he, even in the ways that God had used him. Amen. So I want to bring us to this place this morning. Uh, having said it, and I could say more and more and more and more. But, it, but it's still, it's the fact that Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for thee. There's a measure there for you. Uh, all of Paul's past experiences, all of that. I think he buys into this for one reason. I know he buys into it because the fact that in the midst of it, he can still say, well, then I will gladly therefore rejoice. That's how I know he buys into it. That's how I know when, when Jesus tells him this, that he buys into it. He says, he says, you know what? Well, then I will rejoice. Even though this is, I'm weak in this, I'm weak where I'm at right now, I know that I, I ain't sure how, I ain't sure what this grace is going to, it might be a Noah's boat, 
or it might be a, a, a chance that, that God sends this or send that, but, but whatever. I know, I know, I know. I know my Redeemer lives. I know this is going to, I know he's going to work this out. I know he's going to bring strength. I know he's going to help me. I know he's going to come through. Amen. So, but, but I think Paul, Paul looks back, and the reason he, he can buy into it so easily, and the reason I want, this is where I'm going, the reason I know that you can buy into it so easily, you can buy into the fact that whatever's going on in your life this morning, whatever pain, whatever sorrow, whatever weakness, whatever's happening in your life this morning, you can buy into the same thing that Paul bought into because it's still it's Christ's word. You can buy into it. And the reason you can buy into it, the same reason that Paul bought into it, is, is your past experiences with grace. It's what, it's, what, it's what sets it high as a high virtue. It's what makes it, as far as I'm concerned, the ultimate. Higher than doctrine, higher than deep knowledge, higher than deep revelation, higher than the vision he got in heaven. Oh, no. He said, he said I've experienced this grace in the past. I know how this grace has come. I know how this grace has worked. I know what it's done in my life back then. And when Jesus come to him, when Jesus come to him and told him, you know what, Paul, I'm going to strengthen you because my grace is going to be sufficient. And Paul could, Paul, Paul could buy into it. He could say, yes, sir, I know. I know this to be true. Think about it. You, you, that, you that God's brung to him. It was this grace that even ever awakened us. It's that kind of grace that jars you. Sometimes that's what you need in pain. You just need an awakening. To awaken you from the place that it's, you're at. You need an awakening. That's what, that's what Paul was talking about. He said, I, you pulled me out of that before. You've, you've awakened. Paul, Paul going 180 degrees the other way, killing believers. Awakened. There was no message. There was no preaching there was no evangelistic outreach oh no it was just nothing but the grace it was God's grace some of you sitting in here this morning yeah somebody probably invited you and somebody but I'm going to tell you what way before that God's grace was working God's grace was intertwining in your life God's grace was moving just like in mine way before I ever got to church Two and three years before I ever went to church the first time. God's grace. As I'd come up that old country road two or three o'clock in the morning. And for whatever reason, God decided by grace that he would talk to me. And for whatever reason, he would do that and do that and do that and do that. And give me the sense that he's... He's there and that he cared. And over and over and over. And he started working in all my, my family. My family started by grace doing the crazy things. Simple things. Some of them, my wife leaving cassette tapes. Y'all, y'all probably don't know what cassette tapes is, some of y'all. They almost eight tracks. Real to real, baby. Yeah. AM radio. 
start leaving crazy cassettes around. Grace. I don't even know why I picked the crazy thing up. She'd leave it right out on the counter. She'd been to church that Sunday. She'd always get the last Sunday's message on cassette. I happened to have a cassette player in the garage where I spent most of my time. And I don't even know why I'd done it yet, except grace. I'd pick that thing up, and I'd carry it off to the garage, and I'd listen to it. And over and over and over. And then it's too long a story, but out of that, grace. That's what Paul's talking about. I ain't sure how it's going to work. I don't, I don't expect it's going to be a cassette tape. But I do expect his grace to be sufficient. Woo! I do expect for his grace to come through. It may be in the form of someone. It may be in the form of a scripture. It may be in the form of a worship song. I don't know. I don't, and I don't care. But I expect grace. You should expect grace. Same grace that brought us to salvation, that saved us so deep. Now, what's the Bible say in Romans 5? Where sin did abound, grace, so much more. Sitting on a pew that first time or second time to church, sitting on a pew. I was telling the Lord about that. I didn't know I know scripture then and I really didn't, but I was telling him how much I'd sinned. I was telling him how much sin I had just sinned. I was up to date. I was up to date. So I, I was sitting there on a Sunday morning with a hangover from Saturday and Friday and Thursday telling the Lord I can't get saved. I can't go up there. And him just gnawing at my heart and pulling me. And I didn't know it. Didn't know I didn't, didn't know I know scripture, but I just kept knowing, I kept feeling in my heart. That was just exactly what I told you, Romans 5:20. That though sin abounds, grace does much more. Sufficient. Sufficient. I didn't know. I thought there's no way. Well, I'm going because I can't stand it. I'm going to go lest I die and blow up right here. My chest can't take anymore. I would to God the conviction would break out like that this morning where your chest wouldn't take it no more. And you just have to say, God, your grace is sufficient. I ain't sure how this all going to work out. I ain't sure how I'm going to get through this. I ain't sure how I'm going to break out of this and break out of that. But I know, it's, I know your grace can. I know your grace can in my life. Amen. God saved, just like Paul. What, a, what an experience that man had. You think he didn't trust in grace? You think when Jesus showed up, he didn't trust in grace? Jesus is the one that brought him off his horse, laid him in the dirt on the Damascus Road, shut the lights off, nothing then but a bright light from the heavens. Woo! When, when, when Jesus shows up and says, my grace is sufficient, he said, I sure know enough, enough, no, no, it is. I always love that story because he knows what Jesus is talking about. He's drawn from things of the past. The same grace 
the same strength. It's fishing. I'm sure Paul had temptations. Y'all ever have any temptations? Anybody in here ain't never had one? If you ain't never had temptation, I want you to preach next Sunday. And tell me something about that. Amen. Amen. Temptations. Think about it. I know y'all, some y'all, some y'all strong. I know some of you got a backbone like a crowbar. I know, I know you you got a bull nose. You tough. You got one of them strong constitutions. You rigid. You don't give in. You don't give up. But I done learned. I done learned. They some temptations come along. If it weren't for the grace. If it wasn't for grace, there's where they would have quit. There's where, you know what? I tell people all the time, man, yes, I've got to, I've been in this a long time. Yes, God's been good. Yes, things look good and sparkly. Let me just tell you what. There's 121 places that I could have quit. There's 121 places I could have failed. There's 121 places that could have all went wrong. Had it not been for grace. I know you get tired of some of my stories, but I always think of that story. I'll never forget. I'll leave this earth. I'll go to heaven. I'll go to heaven, and I'm 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 going to brag all over heaven. The first year I was saved, I'm going to brag all over heaven, and I'm going to tell all of heaven. I know they know, but I'm going to tell them anyway, just like I tell you all every month or two. <laughs> every month or two, I'll tell you all this story. Just I can't get over it. That right in the worst temptation. I wish I could, t- I wish I could stand here and tell you that Lee Sarver, he, got, he come about his senses, and he bowed up. And he put some muscle in it, and he said, no, I ain't drinking. But it'd be a lie. Because Lee Sarver was sitting on that cooler, talking to his ex-buddies, been saved just a few months. Terrible place for a man that's just, by the way, if you're a new convert, you need to stay as far away from that stuff as you can. And let the Lord strengthen you. Let the Lord strengthen you. But there I sat. I didn't get that message. I said, there I sat on that cooler, full of beer, hot summer. I've told the story, ain't I? You know what? I done decided in my mind. Y'all never decide something in your mind. I pulled the trigger. I was as guilty as sin right there. I pulled the trigger. I said, you know what? I'm going to drink just one. Now, here's this, my story. I ain't never been able to drink just one, unless it was unless it was cranberry juice. I don't even need one cranberry juice. But there I said, and and y'all heard it. I done I done got up. I was done got air between my rear end and the cooler lid. And I was just going. I was just going to wrench in. That's, how, that's where I was at. Oh, God. He's so good. He's so good. I don't know if Paul's got a story like this or not, but this here is my story. 
And when he tells me, when he tells me that, that that grace is sufficient, I'm saying, yes, yes, because I would have failed that summer day. I was that close. I've done failed in my mind, and I was about to pour it in my body, and I'd been right back, right back. But God's grace, my little wifey, I love my little wifey. She's so good to me. She is. She's just so good. Love her to death. My little wifey coming up the road in her brand new 1988 or 89. Well, it really wasn't new because that was in 90, but it had been new. She's coming up the road. And right where I was at, that thing just quit. Just stopped. Right around the corner from where I was at. She knew where I was at. Come down there, and and just about the time my rear end cleared some air, I heard her say, Lee. <laughs> and I know the conviction of the Holy Ghost is powerful, but I'm going to tell you what, conviction of your wife behind you, when you're about ready to do something like that, it's pretty powerful too. <laughs> she could have given an altar call, and I'd have, I'd have went to it. <laughs> I'd have fell down there right in the dirt. I'd have paid tithes and everything right there. <laughs> Took communion. She could have baptized me. We'd have had church. She didn't know none of that. Didn't know a thing. She said, the car died. And I'm like, right there. I'm looking to see, did I get it? <laughs> Is it in my hand? It was in my mind, so I thought, surely it's in my hand. And I said, it did. <laughs> and we walked, me and her, we walked back up around the corner, about a half a mile maybe. Walked back up there, and I took her key, and I put it in the ignition, and it never quit again. We had it another 10 or 12 years, and it never stopped, ever again. Grace! Grace! Grace, just grace, sufficient grace. Man, that's how come Paul knew. He knew that when the fire, even the fiery seasons of temptation come, I, I, I've not quit and I've not lost because of grace. Yeah, I may have failed and I may have stumbled and I may have had some miscues, I may, but grace has kept me. Grace bought me and grace has kept me. Grace. Grace has changed me. Grace has transformed me. He knew that grace is what called him. That's what brought him to the place that he was ministering. He was serving. Grace. Grace does that. He knew that grace had called him to be even where he was at. Because he even said out of his own mouth, I'm the least. He was really the greatest. But he even said, he said, he understood, it's just grace. I'm the least. I just want to tell you something. I feel that way this morning. This house is full of, of great people of God. And I feel that way. I feel, if it weren't for God, I'd feel really intimidated. 
but it's grace. I'm here because of grace. I didn't have sign up for it. I didn't even ask for it. Matter of fact, I was happy doing other things for the Lord. But grace, grace met me at a mailbox. Put it in my heart, and I knew if I didn't do it, I'd just well die. That's how you know for sure you're called, by the way. Because if you can't, if you don't, if you don't have to do it and you don't die, well, you ain't called. Because those that are called know they got to do it or die. Because it's wrapped up into every fiber of your being. Got to do it. That's why it's not a burden. It's not a drudgery. I got to finish up. But, but that, that's what Paul knew all these things. He knew that this same grace, this same grace is going to help now. It seems like to be one of his greatest trials, don't it? Seems like to be one of his greatest places. He's looking for some kind of help because he feels weak. He's become weak and he's looking and he's, he's, he's counting on this same grace. And now, here comes where the title comes in because this is how I find grace. That's how you found grace. It's really cool when you think back on it. Every part, of the, every part of my life, every part of Paul's life, from his Damascus road, it seems like he was always, and we were always, surprised by grace. <laughs> if you wasn't surprised by it, you're probably working in yourself and think you've gained that. If you're, if you're somewhere in God and you think it's all you, well, it wasn't grace at all. The fact that it surprised me. That's grace. That's grace. And that brings me to the thought this morning. Just like Paul, he didn't know. Some of us don't know what this sufficiency is. We don't know what this instrument of grace is. I'm not sure how God's going to work it, how he's going to order it. Not sure how all that's going to work. But I do expect this. I do expect it still, just as it's always been, to be a surprise. Right in the midst of the weakness, it's going to be a surprise. Now, I don't know whether that'll be instantaneous or Samson-like. Do you understand what I'm saying? Instantaneous, man, man it happens now. Or, or Samson-like where it's a gradual thing. See, that's what Samson, that, that's the way most of it is a lot of times. It's a gradual thing. He'd had his hair cut and he's, he's at a place of weakness and he's grinding in pain. Grinding in pain. Around the wheel, grinding for the enemy, grinding away his life in pain. And grace, grace growed his hair, didn't it? Sometimes grace grows like hair, I've noticed. It's slow. Oh, I love it when it's Shazam! But sometimes it grows like hair. 
and it's slow. But, but, but one day, one day, Samson, the Bible says, noticed. Ain't it funny? He didn't notice when the Lord had left him when he failed. But then one day he noticed, Joe, my strength's back. Woo! Ain't that the way it is? One day you realize my strength. I got my feet under me. Some of you here this morning, you might have to be like Jesus. I might have to be like Jesus. You, you might have to go into that garden of Gethsemane, and, and you might have to go there, and you might have to go a little further, a little further, and alone again. A little further. Others will stay here. Stones throw away, but you'll go further. The Bible says that Jesus prayed three things, three times the same thing, just like Paul. Three times for the same thing. Strength. Sometimes you got to pray three times or 330 times. Go a little further. But here's what I've learned, and this is what I'm counting on. I'm right there with Paul. I'm right there. I don't know how it's going to come about, but I know it's going to be a surprise. It always has been. God's always graced me. God's always graced you. And then it's going to be a surprise. And somewhere in the midst of all that, in the midst of all that, it's going to come about. Now, I don't know how God's going to do it. I want to show you right quick, and I'm going to close. Job, let me, let me read Job to you. Job 38. This was, this was God. This was God really instructing. I know it's on some of the elements of the rain and what, but God was instructing Job really in the same matter I'm talking about, right in the midst of his pain. The Bible says in, in 38 and 1 that God began to speak to Job out of a whirlwind. Now, I ain't saying you'll get a whirlwind, but you might. You might be able to get that little small voice, but whatever it is, God's going to speak. But he began to speak because Job, Job was, was pain. Far worse than most of us can imagine. You know Job's story. Right in the midst of his weakness, he told God about it and he told God about it. He had some miserable comforters. At least I've had good ones. And, and God comes to him and he asks him, God asks him this question. He says, who has divided the water course for the overflowing of waters? Or the way... For the lightning of the thunder. You know, think about it. That's grace. You don't know how God's going to strike, but God's going to strike. God's going to grace. Verse 26. To cause it to rain on the earth where no man is on. Wilderness wherein there is no man. To satisfy the desolate and the waste ground. Cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth. Grace. Just as God does the rain. It's just a good analogy. I feel like God's giving Job an analogy here. This is how grace is going to come. It might come in the thunder. It might come in the lightning. It might come in the rain. He goes on in the last verse. And it may be in, even in the dew. 
Hath the father hath the reign of father? Yes. Or hath the begotten the drops of dew? Yes, yes. But any any way it comes, it's it's coming. It's sufficient. It's sufficient. Whatever measure it is that we need, whatever and however how that is, it's sufficient. Last verse. Hebrews. Just go ahead and give me Hebrews 4. And we'll close out with that. Paul, you can get ready. The Bible says there, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our weaknesses, our infirmities, our pain. He can, he's been touched. He's touched, but was in all points the same as us. Tempted, like as we are, yet without Sin. That's my favorite verse right here. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Now, I ain't saying we can manufacture it this morning, but I'll tell you what, we can come up here and wait for the rain. We can wait for the rain. We can get where the, we can get where the dew is. We can get where the rain is. We can go a little further. We can go, go, go. Come come to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and, and find grace. Because that's what's sufficient. That's what's sufficient. Is this grace to help. To help. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take grace. Maybe you even hear this morning. And grace has been surprising you. Grace has been touching you in ways. And God awakening. And God moving. Grace calling you to salvation. That's the order of the, of the day. The salvation. To be saved. To be sure of that. 